Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number two of a Tuesday live right here on the early line all across the Spiz Grizz Network. That is Sports Grid, and that is DRS, Tony Wright's side. I am Ben Stevens. We are here until 11 a.m. Eastern. Two more hours to go, DRS, to break down everything around the wide world of sports. We'll check in on college football. We'll get the sports business perspective to start off this new week and take a look at the early lines for week number three. Actually, excuse me, week number four of this NFL regular season with week number three now in the books. But, Donnie, to start hour number two, Two games tonight in semifinal action around the WNBA postseason. Game number two of this second round of the playoffs. And DRS, after an interesting Sunday slate in which Connecticut pulled off the upset over the New York Liberty, the Libs trying to get even tonight against the Connecticut Sun. The defending champions, the Las Vegas Aces, rolled over the Dallas Wings in the opening game of their semifinals set. So DRS, here's where things stand right now around the WNBA entering game number two of the semis. Asia Wilson, the defending WNBA MVP and her aces, a minus 4,000 favorite over the Dallas Wings. The New York Liberty DRS, less than a dollar and a half favorite, but still a minus money outright favorite at minus 148 to win the series outright over the Connecticut Sun despite being down 0-1. Yes, and you're taking a look at this game overall. Bad thing for the Liberty, they lost game one on their home court. Good thing for the Liberty, it's not a three-game series, and it's a five-game series. Now, granted, in the NBA, you would have actually liked to be a seven-game series. Gives you much more chances and much more opportunity to actually come back. So I'm looking for a big performance out of the Liberty tonight. Look, you can't go down. We talk about 03, well, then you're out of it, actually, in the NFL with playoffs. It's similar here to the WNBA. You can't go down 02 then. That means you got to win three straight games, and a lot of those games being on the opponent's home court, that's not happening. Certainly not, DRS. Right now, though, as we look at the odds for this second game and the series between New York and Connecticut, the odds will paint a picture that the Libs very much alive in this second round series, the semifinals in the WNBA. First, though, we welcome in our Sports Grid Radio audience here. Hour number two of the early line on this Tuesday. Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wright's side. Game number two of the second round, the semifinals in the WNBA playoffs. Two games tonight, a doubleheader on this Tuesday. Connecticut, shocking. The Liberty on their own home floor in Brooklyn. Brooklyn on Sunday afternoon, Donnie, winning by 15 outright as a six and a half point seven and a half point underdog. But the odds expect a bounce back for New York in this second game against Connecticut. They're an eight and a half point favorite DRS are the Libs tonight. So the odds painting that picture that Brianna Stewart, John Quell Jones, Sabrina Ionescu and Courtney Vandersloot find their footing here in game number two. Yeah, I'm trying to take a look here because if I want the added advantage tonight and you say to yourself, okay, you don't want to lay, let's just say, double digits on this game. You think the Suns can be competitive. What do we usually know about great basketball teams, and particularly at home, when you're up against the wall, you know you can't lose. You're looking for a big first quarter, a big second quarter here, which means they probably should have the lead at the half. If you're covering at the half, you'll probably cover for the game. But at the same time, if the Sun come out and have a very good first half here, now you're putting into question whether or not the Liberty can actually win the basketball game. So for me to try to attack this angle, You're going to get a super-focused Liberty team right out of the gate. First half for me, I think they come out swinging tonight. 
Certainly so, DRS. A big spread in favor of New York. In fact, like we said, a bigger spread for game number two than even the Liberty were favored by for the opening game of this set against the Connecticut Sun. DRS, I think a couple of areas in the prop market, you might be getting a discount this evening. Let's start with the threes for Sabrina Ionescu for New York. Three and a half, the over even money at plus 100. She was four of 14 in the game number one against Connecticut, but all four of her mates coming from deep. She had seven in the opening game for New York in this playoffs, one of the best sharpshooters around the WNBA. I think that's a look, and DRS, four of the five starters for Connecticut on Sunday scored in double figures. One who did not, their best player in my estimation, Alyssa Thomas, one of the best around the W in terms of doing everything. Only eight points, only eight points, excuse me, but had 10 boards and seven dimes in game number one her points prop 16 and a half tonight I would expect some more offensive production out of Alyssa Thomas for Connecticut but I do agree I think the Liberty find their footing tonight and bounce back and Donnie we see it in the odds for this series as well despite being down 0-1 in a best of five semifinal set against Connecticut the Liberty not only a minus 148 outright favorite, but the two most likely outcomes, Donnie, for how this series is decided, still in favor of New York. Winning in five, three to two, plus 180. Even winning the next three games, the RS plus 270, a shorter price than any of the outcomes that would have Connecticut going to the WNBA Finals. Yeah, it makes some sense. And also, from a rooting standpoint, most people want to see the Liberty advance. We want to see the Aces advance so we get that Titanic matchup in the finals. But also keep in mind tonight, there's a really good chance that, again, not from a handicapping perspective, but just the ebbs and flows of playoff series. You typically see it. When the road team comes in and gets their game, you're not supposed to settle in game number two. But at the same time, the pressure now is off you. Hey, let's see what happens. If we play good and go up 0-2, that's fantastic. But mission accomplished, going one-to-one, we'll take it back to our building. The reason I bring that up is when you're taking a look at some of these prop bets, to bet let's just say the liberty really get out hot and the sun like hey you know what just wasn't our night that means maybe you don't get those fourth quarter minutes that you were expecting to maybe get that 10th rebound or so from Bianca Stewart or get that extra three-point shot from Ionescu. That's the yeah. one I'm holding up on because if I think the Liberty win big, that's usually really bad for props sometimes. Yeah, good point, DRS. That blowout theory could be in effect tonight in Brooklyn inside the Barclays Center. That's the first game up, 8 p.m. Eastern time. The tip between the New York Liberty and the Connecticut Sun. The Sun, a one nothing lead here in the semifinal action against their rival from the Northeast. Out in Las Vegas, DRS, the home of the defending WNBA champs. The Aces looking to take a 2-0 series advantage over the Dallas Wings. A 10.5-point favorite for Las Vegas tonight, DRS. They won by 14 in game number one over the Wings, covering as a 9.5-point favorite in that opening game. Donnie, do you expect the same or a similar result tonight with the Aces winning big? Look, as I say, you just don't walk in the Michelob Ultra Arena and think you're going to walk out with a victory against the Aces here. And I don't think that's going to be the case tonight. This team is talented. And by the way, when did they name it that? Is that the Thomas and Mack that they reinvented into the Michelob Ultra Arena? I mean, help me out with this, Ben. Anybody know? I don't believe so. I don't believe so, DRS. Is it like a tent? What are we doing here? I don't think so. True words have... True words have never been spoken, DRS. You don't walk into the Michelob no, Ultra Arena and expect nope. to come out with a victory. The Aces this year in the regular season, 19-1 and at home. They swept the Chicago Sky in their opening round series. So two Saboli, four to Alice, by the way. She has been one of their leading scorers throughout this postseason. 17.5, the points prop tonight. Probably not enough, in my estimation, if Dallas keeps things competitive in game number two. A doubleheader of WNBA playoff action on this Tuesday evening. DRS, what's happened in the sports world from a business perspective? Rick Horos here next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. 
Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. That international traveling man, Rick Hora, joins us live right here on this Tuesday on the early line on Sports Grid. Donnie is off to the right. I am Ben. Hora was the man in the middle, our sports business professor. Rick, thank you for joining us bright and early on this Tuesday morning. I know you got some international travels. I hope the boarding pass, uh, pass is printed for your abroad studies in Rome that begin just a little bit later today. Arrivederci, amigos. Uh, I am really excited. <laughs> that's, that's wrong. I'm excited about the Ryder Cup. I'm excited about the upsets. I'm excited about the politics of that event on foreign soil. Uh, it's not the normal Ryder Cup. Italy's first in a while. And I'm excited about AS Roma and Serie A, as we say, on Sunday evening. First bucket list Italian soccer game I'll go to and then if I feel like it I may go to Pompeii to see what my life will look like eventually and then come home <laughs> all right here we are we're off and firing on this Tuesday morning courtesy of Rick Morrow like some flaming molten hot lava Rick Morrow is here yeah. on this Tuesday all right well, Rick. so well you done. mentioned your Thank you very much. You mentioned your football yeah. affairs abroad on Sunday, but football here in America also travels abroad on Sunday. For the first time this year, an NFL London game on Sunday morning, Jacksonville and Atlanta. The Jaguars back in England. It is almost like a home field advantage. So, Rick, as the NFL gets ready for its international series over the next three Sundays, and they have expanded their international footprint in Europe what do you know about the reach of the NFL and what is next on the horizon yeah a lot of different questions there as they say to unpack first the Jaguars have gone last couple of years as a courtesy they were the first in in all earnest and there was a lot of discussion because Shad Khan is an international businessman who does a lot of work in London and England that this may be the kind of precursor to maybe moving yeah. but they did a deal and it looked good. Then they have some problems with their retail and stadium development deal there in Duval. So this may take on some other significance beyond just the Jaguars playing their normal games there. Second, the NFL looks obviously at Germany successfully, looks at Tottenham as well as Wembley successfully. And now, for the first time, you see Peter O'Neill, the VP of uh, international stuff, talking about Spain in a couple of games in Madrid, talking about Rio and uh and sao paulo and so this becomes an opportunity just like the nhl in australia this last weekend to expand the horizons the nhl mm. big nfl as normal bigger flag football we talked about 58 countries internationally inclined for the olympics so look the nfl did not start internationally but they're expanding internationally like everything else does Rick, we see those football games go to the U.K. and overseas every year. Can you explain to the people what you actually get out of that, being like the Jacksonville Jaguars being the home team? Is it more financially secure for them to play a home game there as opposed to in Duval County? Do they get a bigger gate? What is their split from the NFL? 
The NFL basically treats it case by case. They reimburse the teams for all the expenses they have to pay to go there. They usually give the team for on-field uh, compensation uh, a bye week after. They get them there early. They participate in a lot of NFL events. The value seems to increase as an international team. But more important than that, that's that eighth home game or ninth every other year now, plus the preseasons. Some leases require compensation. Others don't allow them at all, like the Green Bay Packers. You haven't seen them, and you won't unless they renegotiate their lease because they can't go. And the bottom line is there's a lot of different circumstances for each team, but the NFL usually makes up the difference. Rick, when you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, a three-point home favorite, yes, I said home favorite, against the Atlanta Falcons this upcoming Sunday at Wembley in London. They've already played nine London games throughout yeah. this venture. They will play back-to-back -back weeks in London at Tottenham next Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. Rick, is there that correlation between the Jaguars outside of Shad Khan and the car in Britain? The Jaguar, is that why there's that natural correlation playing across the pond? No, probably not. Although, okay. knowing Shad, he will find okay. a marketing angle. No, it was a good, good idea. The correlation is that Shad Khan owns Flexigate, which is the world's largest bumper company, and they do more business internationally than they do in the U.S. And oh, he oh, might be already off the road. Oh, oh, he's back. Man. There he uh, is. That was good. I thought, uh, wow. I thought the Wi-Fi in Italy was going to be the issue, not no, down there in South Florida. No, 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 no. <laughs> On an icy road, by the way, he makes a lot of money. Just remember, whenever you see a fender bender, think of Shad Khan. And so what happens is originally it was a deal, as I said earlier, just to expand his brand, and he volunteered to do more there. Look, Jacksonville's a small market. He looked at this as an add-on. By the way, he owns Fulham, which is the you know championship league team. Mark Lamping, the president, has a responsibility over all the teams. So he's an international guy, and it's as close as we've come to an international franchise. That's why we have these experiments, like staying an extra week and playing back-to-back. -back. We, we, we've never had a team do that before. Right. From what I hear, Rick, you weren't going to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas until you heard Usher was going to be the halftime performer here. Talk to mm -hmm. us about what it means for the performer to get that spot. Do they get compensation? And also, how many people watch it just because of the singer as opposed to the football? Well, I already made the decision. I got my Dolphin tickets uh, yesterday, so I'm going. I don't know uh, who they're uh, playing, oh. but <laughs> how's, that? how's that going? Yeah, right. So, Patriots Usher. Fan. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Come on, man. 70 <laughs> points. Are you kidding? I gave uh, I gave a 49 and I still covered. So, look, bottom line is that Usher and others and Timberlake and everybody else always ask for uh, a big number. Uh, they very rarely, if ever, get it. The NFL says that this is more exposure than us paying you just to perform. And it's the 115 million times two or three. Then the rights to the recordings, the rights to distribution, uh, usually two or three times the value of just the exposure for the people who are watching the game itself. The halftime has become its own economic center, and the NFL treats it that way. I don't think, if I don't hear DRS singing some Confessions mm. Part 2 mm. leading up to the Super Bowl by Usher, mm. I'm going to be heavily burn, disappointed. Rick, I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Oh, there you go, DRS. <laughs> he has a beautiful voice, Rick. He just puts it on display yeah. from time to time here on TEL. Rick, what's your favorite Usher song? Uh, I, I am, there's so, there's... There are so many, <laughs> so many. Songs oh, so many. That I, no, I don't. Yeah, how I'm can so you pick my right? way? I, yeah. I can't. I can't really pick my way. What did you say? My way? I want to hear there it. You got, yep, you got no, it. Don't put me yeah. on the spot. I, yeah, does just it my up. way. My right, way. Uh, there you go. Uh, thank God. There it is. Uh, my, how long do we have? Are we, are we going to break? Are we going to break soon? I mean, I'll ask you, no, I have another question. Go ahead. I have another question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah. My favorite song, by the way, by Usher is a, actually one featuring Alicia Keys called My Boo. We'll break down that duet mm. another time. Rick, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Because now every NFL Ooh. fan needs to know about Taylor Swift. She was in the box at Arrowhead Stadium to support Bo Travis Kelsey on Sunday. Rick, it was the conversation around social media. Look at these numbers from the NFL tweeting out about Taylor Swift and the impressions. Rick, is it going to bring a whole new audience into the National Football League? 
Well, I already did. And so when you think about it, even last night, we had a Kelsey and a Swift. Kelsey was blocking oh. for Swift. It was an Eagle uniforms, right? So everybody was talking about that. Yeah. And then the other thing about this is that she's a big football fan, evidently. She's an Eagles fan, which is amazing. So she can kind of get excited about uh, Travis's brother from time to time. But the NFL mm. always talks about entertainment. How about Taylor Swift in halftime next year? And maybe the Chiefs are there. Mm. Think about that. That's a big deal. Maybe it's so, just a long you know, ploy. Just a long ploy. No. Rick, quickly here. Ploy, but, 15 seconds. Yeah, go. Take us to go. break with your Ryder Cup pick. Go. Uh, I think the U.S. wins by a very exciting point. And mm. I'm there. And then the soccer game. And the bottom line is it is very important. And learn more about the business. Come back right after the break. The boys are there. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Time to check in on college football. After a sensational Saturday, a historic and significant Saturday week number four, DRS, that opening month of the college football season is now in the book. Still one final Saturday oh. in September. Sure, but we are deep into this college football campaign already. Conference action all across the country fully underway on this upcoming Saturday week number five. So, Donnie, we go team to individual success and look at where the Heisman Trophy odds are following week number four. Caleb Williams, the RS, trying to do something we have only seen once in the nearly century. The Heisman Trophy has been awarded to the best player in college football. That's go back-to-back. The only two-time back-to-back consecutive Heisman Trophy winner we have ever seen was Archie Griffin, Ohio State's running back back in the mid-70s, 1974 and 75. Caleb Williams, the RS, entered the year as the favorite. His price has actually grown shorter. It was 5-1. to one. Now it's plus 380, but he is no longer the lone favorite. It's another quarterback from the soon-to-be-defunct Pac-12 Conference. Michael Penix Jr., the lefty and the signal caller for Washington, plus 380 as well. Quinn Ewers, the quarterback for Texas, 5-1, to one, that third best number. Bo Nix, after stomping all over the Ducks, if you hadn't yet, by the way, Oregon released a hype video, a look back perhaps, on their victory over Colorado in Austin on Saturday that includes buffs pre-game trash talk it is as good as you will see Bo Nix 10 to 1 right now that fourth best price in Jordan Travis DRS rounds out the top five at 12 to 1 after being crowned now the Tiger King slaying the Bayou Bengals of LSU week number one the Clemson Tigers last Saturday on the road in Death Valley week number four Donnie as you look at the Heisman odds here following four weeks of college football action what stands out to you the most 
I'll tell you what's interesting, too. You get the Nike money behind you. And I remember when Joey Harrington was out at Oregon. He had Joey mm. Heisman pro profiles all over New York City just to try to get the word out there. There's unlimited funds. I see the bodacious everywhere now as well. Yep. Bo Nick certainly not quelling any of those rumors that he doesn't want to be the Heisman Trophy winner. That's a great football team. But also, take a look at some of the other players. If it's Michael Penix Jr., I feel like we haven't gotten a glimpse of him yet. We know how talented he is, the transfer quarterback at Washington, but they haven't set the stage yet for his Heisman moments. But my goodness, if he wins the award, Ben, he's going to earn it. Look at the schedules it sets up. October 14th, Oregon, ninth in the country. Now they'll get him at home. But to end the season, number eight, USC, number 10, Utah, number 19, Oregon State, number 16, Washington State. So he's going to get plenty of time. Mm. To say, oh, Donnie's played Boise, Tulsa, Michigan State, and Cal. Just wait here. He's putting up ridiculous numbers. That football team looks good. If they run the table, look. I'm not saying he has to throw 55 touchdown passes, but if Washington ends up unbeaten, it's because of Michael Penix, and he'll be able to do that. Now, granted, he's got to probably go unbeaten to win that. Caleb Williams, the same thing. Do we have an edge in the Pac-12? Are we going to see an elimination game on November 4th with USC and Washington? I can't wait to watch it play out, but I just feel right now that West Coast bias right now is right. Penix is really good, but we haven't seen him just yet on that really big stage, Ben. DRS, it's the story in my estimation of this college football season, representative of where college athletics is at this point in 2023, soon to be in 2024, right? The final year of normalcy of what we have known for the better part of the last decade or two. And then DRS, at the end of this year, everything changes. The landscape is shifted and altered in a dramatic way. The Pac-12 is not going to exist any longer. And yet the Pac-12 at this moment has seven teams in the top 25, eight last week, and some of the best quarterbacks you will find all around the country. Three of the four best prices to win a Heisman Trophy. And do not sleep on Cam Ward, the signal caller for Washington State, that threw for over four. 400 yards and four tuds last week in the huge victory over Oregon State. Now, DRS, back in September of 2020, when Michael Penix Jr. was still the quarterback in Bloomington for Indiana, I founded the Michael Penix Jr. for Heisman fan club. I have been high on this lefty for a very long time, and I remain that way. Last week, I bet him at plus 460 to win the Heisman Trophy. That price is almost lessened by a dollar after one week. Last week, DRS, he was 19 of 25, 304 yards, four tuds and an interception against Cal. Washington won the game 59-32, covering as a three-touchdown favorite. The average margin of victory for the Huskies this year is nearly 33 points per game. The average margin of victory for USC is 35 points per game, second best in college football, both teams looking up at Oklahoma. When you compare the stats so far this year, DRS, it's tough. Michael Penix Jr. has thrown for at least 304 yards in every game. Last week threw for 304, right, against Berkeley? Well, DRS, in the three previous games, he had thrown for at least 409 to start off this college football season. Caleb Williams and USC perhaps tested in a way they hadn't been this year. Their first just two touchdown victory last week against Arizona State. Boy, that defense still a little bit shaky at times under Alex Rich. But Caleb Williams, 20 of 31, 322 yards, DRS, three touchdowns. He has 15 touchdowns to zero interceptions. And I said it, the first Heisman Trophy, DRS, was awarded in 1935. We have only had one back-to-back two-time consecutive winner in the long and illustrious history of the Heisman Trophy Award. So there is no precedent really for Caleb Williams to accomplish what he is trying to go back to back. The stats are still there this year for Caleb as they were a year ago. But Donnie, if there is a hope for Caleb Williams to win his second consecutive Heisman Trophy, it's that there is hope for USC to accomplish more as a program, not as an individual for Caleb Williams, but as a program than they did last year. Yes, they reached the Pac-12 championship game and got bum-rushed by Utah, and then a losing effort in a Cotton Bowl game against Tulane. And Donnie, team success needs to be correlated to individual success when it comes to winning the Heisman Trophy.
It really does. I mean, it really goes hand in hand. You're taking usually the best football team in the country and take the best player. Therefore, you have your Heisman Trophy. But also, some things that you might like out of Caleb Williams, which how many times have we seen this with great football teams? Well, you can't really build the statistics as a quarterback because your defense is really good. And why am I playing up 35 to nothing late in the third quarter at that point? You brought up the statistic here. I should have said the point that USC's defense isn't very good and could be their downfall. But it could be a boon here for Caleb Williams where you have to keep firing late into the fourth quarter and putting up video game statistics here just to keep your team in the game, which therefore helps out your overall statistics. We just talked about Michael Penix and saying, boy, look at the roster. Excuse me. Look at the schedule that he's going to go up against. Even taking a look here at Caleb, you're going to play at Notre Dame, Utah, Washington, Oregon, and then you end up with UCLA, your crosstown rival, to end the season. It's going to be tough sledding here, but if you do try to take a look at the offense and how it operates, he is a sensational quarterback, and maybe he's going to get into more shootouts than somebody else would be because his defense isn't very good, Ben. Right now, the Trojans DRS, the favorites to win the Pac-12, plus 230, but only 40 cents in front of both Washington and Oregon. The Huskies, a plus 270 price alongside the Ducks. And again, DRS, it is team correlation with individual success. Over the past decade, including Caleb Williams winning this award a year ago, Caleb and Lamar Jackson back in 2016, the only Heisman winners that did not have their team at bare minimum win a conference championship, reach the college football playoff, or win a national title. So there is that team success component that they need to have. Washington DRS, if you have hopes for Michael Penix Jr. winning this award, you mentioned the gauntlet that the Huskies face to finish out their final month of the regular season. They need to win those football games as well because they need to be a true conference contender and a college football playoff contender as well. If we want to show that graphic, the Pac-12, the price for the Huskies, plus 270, plus 350 for UW to make the college football playoff. DRS quickly here. Caleb Williams, an opportunity on the national stage this upcoming Saturday. Maybe the game loses a little bit luster in terms of competition, but certainly not eyeball attention. USC and Caleb Williams on the road in Boulder to take on Shador and Deion Sanders and the Buffs and DRS. You can see what that spread now says for USC. It is a 21 and a half point number in favor of the Trojans. An opportunity for Caleb Williams to have another Heisman moment. Yeah, no, it's a good point you bring up, too, because we also have that similar line movement, that 14-and-a-half opening lumber, now up to three touchdowns here. And also, you're expecting a great performance out of Caleb Williams. You saw what Bo Nixon at Oregon offense did. You're expecting USC to do the same thing. Now, granted, Colorado was on the road last week. Now they're at home. You're playing in elevation. Maybe it's a little bit different, but we're expecting a big outcome. And I thought your point is valid here. Colorado's not a great football team, as we've seen. A couple nice wins to start the season. We get it. There's a lot of hype train, but a lot of eyeballs will be on this game regardless. And if you perform well, which means 300-plus passing yards, three or four touchdown passes, a route of Colorado in their building, that goes well with you in order to win the Heisman. You should do that, by the way. The defense isn't very good for Colorado, and Travis Hunter is not going to no. be back on the opposite side trying to stop me that pass game. Sky is the limit this weekend for USC's offense. He can put up a statistical masterpiece this weekend. That is what Caleb yeah. Williams can do because look at Bo Nix's yep. track record last week. 28 of 33, 276, three touchdowns, albeit an interception and a rushing touchdown as well. Bo Nix is in that Heisman fold, as is Quinn Ewers. Texas now an odds-on favorite, minus 125 to win the Big 12. Jordan Travis and the Seminoles, minus 150 to win the ACC. And keep an eye on Jaden Daniels. He has thrown for 320 yards as the quarterback for LSU in all three of their FBS games this year. Donnie, perhaps the most disappointing Heisman contender, that's Kate Klubnick for Clemson as the Tigers are almost eliminated from ACC title contention. More here on the early line next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com placing a trade shouldn't be complicated it should be smooth as butter the fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission u.s stock and etf trades no account minimums and fractional shares trading fidelity where nothing comes between you and the trade That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play.
Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um. Back live right here on this Tuesday on the early line on Sports Grid. Our sports book conciliary, Dave Sharapan, joins us now. It's always nighttime in Pittsburgh, but it's bright and early out there in Las Vegas in the desert. Dave, so much to get into here at the conclusion of week number three of the NFL regular season and in the final week of this MLB campaign. But Sharapan, we start with a sincere congratulations to you, my friend. Your alma mater, the Penn State Nittany Lions, absolutely dominant in front of the whiteout crowd at Beaver Stadium on Saturday. Shutting out Iowa, the Hawkeyes held scoreless for the first time since 2000. Penn State is here. Penn State is for real. The Nittany Lions and James Franklin make a statement, Dave, on Saturday. 31-zip, the victory for PSU. Surprisingly, that didn't even make the notes that uh, that Free sent. I was very surprised by that. I mm-hmm. thought, thank you for Terrible. taking control of the whole thing and leading off with that. Under 100 yards. They had under 100 yards in a game. Total. Um, yep. Yeah, Iowa... Those black pants looked great. Other than that, nothing else looked good. Penn State looked okay. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it online for that showdown in Columbus. Somehow, Ohio State won that game, but we're headed to an undefeated matchup between those two schools in October. We'll worry about that. We've got a long way to go between now and then, Benjamin. A long way to go. Right. By the way, Dave, I just want to ask you a question. Did we feel like we wasted the whiteout here at Penn State? Did we feel like we wasted it on Iowa? I mean, why are we doing this? Come on, just just let them talk to me about this. They had to get that out of the way quickly. I agree with you, but I don't know why they did it so early in the season. The way the schedule plays out, I understand they had to get it in. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's wasted. It's never wasted when 110,000 people all dress in white and root home the Nittany Lions. But, you're right. It could have been used maybe at a different time. Like, keep it in the back pocket for the Michigan matchup in November. Yeah. would have been good. Yeah. Contractual obligations, though, with the Big Ten and their media partners. That had That's to be true. the big noon kickoff on Saturday, November 11th. And you need to do the whiteout under the lights in Happy Valley. I think it was great. Iowa's second, by the way, whiteout. The only, the third team. Sharapan, along with those Buckeyes and the Michigan Wolverines, Michigan has seen the most at six. So why spend another whiteout on the maize and blue? Iowa now the third program to experience multiple whiteouts in Penn State history. All right, speaking of a whiteout, it was Joe Burr last night mm. for the Cincinnati Bengals in all white in the final game, the nightcap of the doubleheader on Monday night football. Sharapan, the line at this point yesterday, when Donnie and I were breaking down the game, only a point and a half in favor of Cincy. Joe Burrow confirmed going to give it a go last night. The line goes up to three. The total rises to 45 and a half. Were you surprised by the movement with Joe Burrow despite the injured calf? Do you think it perhaps should have been more north of a field goal last night for the Bengals? Well, the game fell three, so odds makers and books are patting themselves on the back today. They nailed it. No, it was perfect. So the look-ahead number was six and a half. That would have been a number more accurate with a full, healthy Joe Burrow. He's obviously not healthy. You watch the game, and, I mean, at some point during the first half, you're starting to wonder, why is he out there? But he's a gamer, and he wants to play. The Bengals are better when he's out there, and obviously they don't feel confident in Browning. So... 
The number made sense. The market made sense. It somehow falls with a backdoor cover. Donnie was long asleep, but the Rams scored very late, mm -hmm. and they got the game to fall on the three. Miracles happen. Yep. Books give away, give back a lot of the money, but those early line movers that get up with you guys on the early line know that uh, since he was the side. Well done with the, with the transition, too, to the white out, white cats, white uniforms. It was entirely mm -hmm. too much white. They needed a little yeah. bit of orange in those things. Mm. Dave, it's almost like the bookmakers all met at the Cathedral of Learning and said, you know what, three is the perfect line. Watch this outcome tonight. And wham, we get a three-point line. Now, I want to transition over to baseball because I like what you're throwing down over there with the jersey and the hat today. I have futures tickets on the Houston Astros. I went from three weeks ago every day telling Ben Stevens right here on the early line, this is the best team in baseball. They're going to win it all. So basically waking up going like, Dave, one more loss. They don't even make the playoffs. Massive win yesterday. Talk to me about the Astros can I feel comfortable in riding the Astros here well I think so they got a couple more games against the Mariners right Shoot, so last man. night they're dogs Verlander's a dog all right they're eight and three the Mariners are against the Astros this basically every game the Mariners have to win the rest of the way otherwise they're out so it looks sure. like the Astros can get in at their expense now they're not going to win a division Texas Rangers are going to win a division Texas were ready to, right. you know, put out the pasture and start worrying about Dallas Cowboys football. And the Rangers got hot and they're scoring runs. They win a game last night. They're supposed to win. They keep winning. The Astros are not a fifth choice to win the American League. The odds are fluctuating every single day. Baseball accomplished what it wanted to accomplish. The books have action on a bunch of different teams. It's it's yeah. great for everybody involved. I think it's great for baseball. It's going to be a fun week the rest of the week. I mean, you know, Donnie, good call with the Cathedral Alerted. You know that the Pirates Beautiful. are playing the Phillies yeah. in the next couple of days, yeah. too. Um, yeah. It's not I grew up in Beaver Falls. Field, the Phillies are just, yeah, they're not going to clinch. Well, they're going to clinch. They're going to clinch their spot, and they're going to be favored yeah. in the first round series. So good, good for the Phillies. Yeah. The Phils need one more win. That would be six in a row for Philadelphia at this Beautiful. juncture of the season. But just one more win. And they're a minus 162 favorite tonight against the Buccos to clinch that yeah. postseason berth. And, Dave, you just said something that I find very interesting. Because baseball is 162 games, right, in the regular yep. season. If these games were playing out right now, the Astros and the Mariners, a divisional duel, and the race for the American League West was close, but it was back in May, we wouldn't really care. We wouldn't update the odds as drastically as we do on a daily basis. There wouldn't be make playoff odds if it wasn't the late portion of September, but back in the late portion of June. So now, Dave, in the risk room, that every day, every game is incredibly significant for that October outlook around Major League Baseball. How much emphasis is placed on getting those odds updated and making sure the price is right? Oh, it's it's very important. Last year at this time, the Phillies were trying to play their way into the playoffs, and some guys may have fallen asleep at the wheel. There were some really good mm. prices on the Phillies to win the uh, National League and to win the World Series. Those uh, exact prices were just basically, you know, there was dust on them. They had been sitting on the shelf for a long time, and you have to pay attention to that stuff. So being one of the guys that, in the industry that I've loved baseball since the time I was four years old. I was one yeah. watching it. There's value to be had the way the structure of the playoff format is now. If you win that three game series, you really have, you still have a shot. So the, the buys are great. Last year, the buys didn't matter. Uh, it was, you know, the Phillies and the Padres were in the NLCS as the five and the six seeds. It's possible, Benjamin. So the, the numbers have to be adjusted. Um, I, I was paying attention when, when Horo was on, too. I, I got to say, I have a couple songs of Usher oh, yeah. that are on there my list. Donnie. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, is a top, to one of the top songs. It's, it's going to be. Yeah. There. Yeah. I don't mind. But, like, DJ got us falling in love. That, that, that's oh. one of my favorites of all time. We were crushing yeah. it no on doubt. the break. We were, we were. copyright infringement we were about to have, Dave. So, yeah, yeah we. Well, it's kind of parody if we sing it. I'll just say this: we need confessions. No, no, it's, it sounds just if Alicia like Keys. Yeah. 
Yeah. I if we need, we'd like yeah, to take off true. YouTube stuff. Yeah. yeah. People are like, oh my God, Usher is here performing live. I, if Alicia Keys shows up for Usher in Las Vegas for that oh. Super Bowl halftime show, oh. my boo is going to hit like nobody's business. And DRS brought up burn. I completely agree. So, Sharapan, yeah. let's look at the American League West standings and the odds yeah. for those three AL West teams fighting for two playoff spots. More than likely, the divisional winner. Again, Texas right now, a two and a half game lead and whoever wins that third and final american league wild card spot the astros nearly a three dollar minus money favorite dave at minus 295 to see october but share you see the prices on the far right those divisional numbers yeah. for the american league west at the moment how much do you expect those to change over the final six days of this mlb regular season well, if the Astros win today and then win tomorrow, you can expect them to change drastically because the Mariners' price becomes an out price. They can't win it. It's right. done. You start to see what happens now, even on them to win the American League. They're the real outlier because they basically need a five-game winning streak. And them on a four-game home losing streak, everything going bad for Seattle – I don't think the time, even with Kirby today, is a favorite. It's surprising to me. Yeah, it's crazy. I think the number's got to be lower. I think it's got to be closer to a pick. If you get Houston, you get him when Javier's pitching, maybe, but not at plus money. I mean, this is just ride the Astros today. Got them yesterday. And if they win today, you just pick them up tomorrow. So those numbers will fluctuate. If the Rangers happen to lose a game to the Angels, you'll see that price come down. But there's no need to really move it because it just becomes a math problem, not the rest of the way, Benjamin. It's done. Dave, let's flip this over to college football here, and let's take a look yes. at the Colorado Buffaloes. Now, coming up here in October, kids love the trick-or-treat, but I heard there were bookmakers going door-to-door last week going like, can you please just take Oregon? Because the lights might not be on in the casinos anymore if they actually get the upset win, which means the Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. Are we seeing that this week? Does the hype die down here? Give me something on the Colorado Buffaloes this weekend against SC. Well, last week it was one of those that the, the, the trick-or-treaters that usually got one or two items, They, the, the, you know, yeah. the, the little snack size the candies, Snickers. those were the ones yeah. that were betting on Colorado, whereas the yeah. guys driving in the Brinks trucks, the bad guys, were coming in and laying a minus 700 money line on Oregon because everybody knew. If you didn't know, you weren't paying attention. Oregon was going to win that game. This week you got to question USC's defense, guys. You guys are watching it. Mm -hmm. You're doing a college football show. USC can't stop anybody. But they're not even trying to. Arizona State, late-night Pac-12 game, put up points on them. And I don't know if Arizona State's good at all. Colorado without their best player in Hunter, I mean, that hurts them a lot, okay? I don't think think they're going to win the game. But they're taking the points again, Donnie. They took the initial number oh, out here in the desert was 24, yeah. and it's coming down. The might, back yeah. door might be open. There'll be a lot of talk and a lot of hype. I don't know. I hope they don't step on the Buffalo and, and then they step on the O and all these other things. I don't understand everybody Bad stepping idea. on this stuff before the game. I don't, what are they doing with that? Well, you know, it was Colorado that made things personal for Dan Lanning. I think every odds maker, not just in Las Vegas, but bookmaker out there, is a huge fan of the Oregon Ducks and believes in Dan Lanning. They're playing for clicks, we're playing for wins, and we're playing to cash some three touchdown tickets in favor of Oregon. I will say this, though, Sheridan. I think you bring up a good point in terms of the schematics of this football game. Not hype, not notoriety. Oregon is one of the better defenses in the Pac-12. Top three in scoring, top three in total all, uh, total defense as well. Best passing defense in the Pac-12, allowing less than 160 yards per game. Held Colorado less than 200 total yards. USC is not that. Arizona State is by far the worst offense in the Pac-12 to start this year. The only team averaging less than 21 points per game, and they scored 28 against USC. Maybe something for Colorado to be optimistic about. Sharapan Peace, Hour 2 comes to a close next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. 
The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um... Back live right here, ending out hour number two of three live on the early line on SportsGrid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. If you need more information, we got you covered on the new SportsGrid mm-hmm. app, the ultimate sports betting companion app, now available for download at both the Apple and the Play Store and DRS. That's not the only update, that if you have an iPhone, great, and Android, that works too. You can now sync your bets. You can track your bets on the major sports books out there, including, of course, the wonderful FanDuel Sportsbook that sponsors the early line in the Sports Grid app. So you have your own compartment, my bets. It goes right to FanDuel. You can follow along with all of your action and your tickets. DRS for you. That includes your Houston Astros ticket to win the American League pennant. So, DRS, here in the final week of this Major League Baseball season, we had to ask the people out there, who's the best team out of the three in contention in the American League West? It was the question and fade the public. So DRS, the fade the public poll at SportsGrid TV on Twitter. Who is the best team in the AL West at this moment? The Rangers, the Astros, or the Mariners? Texas holds a two-and-a-half game lead for the top spot in the American League West. The Astros knocking off the M's yesterday. Houston, a game-and-a-half advantage for the third and final American League wildcard spot over Seattle. DRS, most of the public right now saying it's the Rangers, around 43%, but the Astros not far behind. Quite frankly, I'm actually kind of intrigued that it's that close here. Now, I did vote for the Astros just because I have a ticket, and the 43.6 now updated, 41.8 here for the Houston Astros, so a slight lead here for the Rangers. I figured it would actually be higher than what this poll actually is, Ben. DRS, it's also fascinating to look at the American League pennant odds right now. The Orioles, for what feels like the first time this year, the solo favorites, plus 270. The Rangers, the second best price at 3-1. to one. Houston currently, plus 550. And Seattle now, 16-1. to one. How will those odds change as well here in this final week of the regular season? We'll talk about it when Hour 3 starts in 55 seconds. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.